Here's a cold open for you, Alex. You can't prepare cold opens. No, I, I mean, I, I have a couple cold opens in my back pocket that I haven't done yet. You want to know what this one is? Tell me, Kevin, what's this cold open? I've been looking at the schedule and um, it's I have my end of the year performance review right after here. And you do. Uh, I, I might just keep this rolling, you know. My, oh, you just want to go for uh, it? Yeah, maybe I'll just you keep it. Got, you're doing? Yeah, maybe I'll just keep it rolling and then we can release. If we had a Patreon, you know, we could release Behind it. the scenes? Yeah, that'd be, that'd be actually a really sick first Patreon episode. That would be you know, hilarious. Kevin's performance review. <laughs> the video? I mean, unless I get ripped, which, you know. <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, I would do a good, good ass job. I mean, Kevin, this has been your best performing year. Of, yeah. Of all your years at center. Exactly. I agree. Let's record the performance review. Let's put it up on. We'll, how about we set a Patreon goal? How about we'll just take hey. uh, we'll just take independent Venmo donations to at Kevin Vittori. And if the you know, highest bidder, the, yeah, high, but- <laughs> the highest bidder will get the performance <laughs> review. I'll actually just put it up on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucking epic if you if we recorded your performance review and then put it up. Yeah, I mean completely earnestly. Yeah, I don't. We'll see. I mean, this probably isn't going to happen, is, but you know, yeah. We can, maybe we, well, Kevin. Maybe we, yeah. What you've been a very good boy this year, you know. So uh, yeah, you, I've, uh, I've been you, the best yeah. boy. Yeah. <laughs> You're goddamn right. I've been good. No, dude, you fucking crushed it, man. I'm proud of you. Um, that's that's their performance review. Um, All right, cool. Wow, you were really far from the mic, and yet you still blew it out. That was cool. Dude, I really tried. I, I, I had a new approach this week. I, I know, tried yeah, you to learned, do it. You learned from last week. Um, and it still blew it out. Good job, yeah. Well, good to see you, buddy. Um, how, how are things? Oh, things are good. You know, I'm, uh, I'm traveling out here, you know? <laughs> Fucking, I, would, I just drove from Santa Fe to Denver this morning. Fucking six hours. Woke up at 4 a.m. and just fucking drove real fast. I'm at Pete Freeman's house. Pete Freeman's parents' house, I think. I Which know. is amazing yeah. because Pete, finished, Pete, I finished my uh, ice cold cores in a frosted mug that I found in the freezer. So uh, shout out to uh, the Freemans for that. It was a sick beer. <laughs> Probably get one later too. For those that don't know, Pete is a designer on our staff, and he uh, he hails from uh, Denver, Colorado. Yeah, slut. Pete's been uh, very ho- hospitable to me during this trip, and he hosted Kevin when Mm -hmm. kevin was on the west coast if you recall and that wasn't enough for kevin kevin then (laughs) needed to travel from santa barbara to pete's childhood home and now his parents are are, are, yeah yeah uh, yeah are being hospitable so yeah shout out to them no i mean you know i'm i'm not i'm not uh i'm not making that like stay at an airbnb in every city i'm in type money you know i was sleeping in the car for a little bit you know it's no, camping. I, I respect it. I think it's a beautiful yeah. thing. I think it ref- is a reflection of our company culture that <laughs> you are traveling around the country. You're meeting with podcast fans. You're meeting with different people on the team. And now the uh, the the cherry on top is that you're staying at one of our uh, our team members' childhood homes. And then on top of that, you did have an ice cold Coors Light. I did have an ice cold from a no, 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 no. cold mug. Coors. It was just straight up Coors. Ooh, not a Coors Light, like the banquet, like yeah, the banquet. Coors. Wow, yeah, the yellow can. Uh, but you bet your ass, um, I'm gonna have about 
45 course light this Sunday when I go to the uh, Bengals Broncos game at mile high. Damn. Last week you had 30 beers this week, 45. I mean, really impressive stuff, Kevin. You really are. Uh, your, your beer drinking is, uh, is, is unparalleled. No, actually I, I really haven't been drinking all that much uh, since I had a really rowdy night in Austin. And uh, I think yeah. I've, I've chilled out since then. So dude, I hit the, uh, I was going to share this with the team, but I hit it at the uh, kind of a busy moment in the morning meeting this morning and I had to pull off the highway. I hit 69, 69 miles <laughs> for the whole trip to okay. this morning. Yeah. And you pulled over and you said, this has to be documented. Uh, yeah, I was, it was on my radar. I, I knew in the morning I start. I started up my yep. car and I was like, I'm going to hit this today. I know it. I could feel it. It's the best day, I think. So my eyes, my eyes were just fixated on the mileage marker for the because I, you know, I said it, you know, when I left Brooklyn um, immediately and, you know, 69, 69, what a fucking day. I'm happy to be here. It's a blessed day, blessed mileage. Um, you know, let's get this shit. Beautiful, Kevin. Um, I, I'm ready to run through a brick wall. Yeah, let's go. The year is coming to a close. And I will say. I feel it in my bones. I know you've been uh, traveling, so you're you're exhausted, and you you know you've slept in like 25 different beds over the last uh, you know 25 days, and I'm 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 just like I'm the guy that is uh, running the marathon, and he's mm-hmm. got that you know the 26.2. I'm at the point two right now, and I'm just like someone dragged me across this uh, finish line here, man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's that time of year, but here's the thing, people. Kevin and I were professionals. We're not going to make excuses. It would be very easy to make excuses and be like, listen, we're going to take some time off or we're going to, the holidays are here. No, we're, gonna, we're, we taking, are, we're taking like a week off. We're taking one week off because I'm going on vacation and that's fair, Yeah, but we are going to be um, putting out pods over the course of the holiday season. So whenever people are traveling and people are moving and people are flying, even though COVID is running rampant in New York city. So God knows what's going to happen, but I do we're gonna we're we're here to deliver for the people. Yeah, this is for and the, the listeners. People want podcasts. The people want content. The people want yeah. Kevin, and they want these takes. And we're here to deliver. Yes, we are. We are here. We are here. That's right. And we are um, servants. Servants of the people. Sure, we can. We we'll, go, we'll go with that. We are. We're here. Kevin's live from Pete's parents' house, drinking cold beer out of a I, cold I mug. It. I finished it. We we did too much pre-show. Um, Got it. It set up. Honestly, I've never been. Shit. Yeah, I've never been more jealous. Uh, such a dad move of the frozen mug with a cold yeah. beer. And here's the thing, dads, they know a lot of shit. That's yeah. the thing. It's like absolutely top five things that dads know. They know a beer tastes better in an ice cold mug. Yeah, it does. It does. So and they're right. So when I when I get back to Brooklyn, I said this earlier. Um, yeah getting myself a fucking mug and I'm sticking in the freezer. I love it. Um, I think I might do the same. Speaking of uh, beverages, Kevin, the first story is a holiday story. Kind of. It's from yeah, we'll, our call pe- it, we'll call this we'll call holiday a holiday season. story. We'll call this holiday season. Yeah. It's holiday season. Why not? Guess what? Ladies, they're getting into the specialty liquor game with a new potato vodka just in time for the holidays. So holiday story. Uh, PepsiCo owns uh, Lay's, if you're not uh, familiar. Um, in They are a chip company, and they're always looking for new and innovative ways to bring joy and fun to fans. You know, come on. Melissa Miranda, Frito-Lay North American Senior Director of Marketing. And so uh, in a story similar to 
Uh, Arby's from a couple of weeks ago, we talked about their curly fry and regular fry um, vodka because apparently vodka is made from potatoes or is a blend of potato vodka and regular vodka. Who knows? Lay's has proprietary potatoes, right? Because they're a potato chip company. And so they are selling uh, their very own distillery uh, product on their own very they have their own distillery, I guess. So it's, and so it's Lay's potato vodka. And um, it's um, basically the same story that we've kind of talked about a couple of times over here. The big difference is the design. Design is really strong. The design looks great. It looks like, you know, the best version of Lay's. Lay's is an iconic brand. It kind of has a little bit of that old school vintage feel to it. And so um, concept is kind of, you know, at this point, maybe not as breakthrough as it was uh, when you know I saw we saw a couple other brands launching liquor liquor products, but I do think the packaging for me gives it a sort of leg up as a um, it, so it is it is on my nice list. Yeah, I'll. Uh, I mean, the design's cool. Um, I'm gonna put this on the naughty list just because mm. I just don't think we need this, um, and it's been played out. Like I feel like every brand that's associated with potatoes is like yep let's do a vodka yep 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 let me get a potato affiliated brand vodka mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't know i'm just like i'm just bored by it you know it looks yeah. it looks cool to, so shout out to them shout out to the people who worked on it like good yep. good for you like it's a good looking thing like you know yeah, they did a design. nice job with the graphic design but yes uh, i just i'm just not here for uh i've just seen too many and it's too, amazing. You've seen too many liquors. Yeah, no, I get it. And if this had come out like three months ago, we've been like, whoa, Lay's, you know, it's like branching out, you know, getting into a new uh, vertical. And it kind of now just feels played and tired. And that's, uh, you know, first movers, uh, they are not. So, um, yeah. And the design of it, like, is it cool? Yeah, it's great. Um, but is it like mind blowing design? No, it's. I mean, I, look, could you, can you even do mind blowing design with a Lay's potato chip vodka? Like, is no, that, but is I like that possible. Sorry, I'll take it back. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, and then, and so that's the story. Um, yes. it, the launch comes just in time for the holidays for our fans who are 21 years and over to enjoy Lay's in exciting brand new ways at their get togethers or can gift Lay's vodka to their Lay's fans in their lives. Talk about delusional. Like, yeah. who's got Lay's fans in their lives? Like, I, I think, I think they have, I think I would go out on a limb and say there are some Lay's stands out there. You think so? Yeah. I mean, certainly not me. I would, that's, Lay's is probably the last thing I would ever eat. It's just like just empty fucking calories right there. <laughs> just bad chips. But I, I love brands because they're so like in their own uh, sort of up their own butts in the fact that they're like, you know, for the Lay's fan in your family. It's like, what? Like that doesn't exist. I'm sorry. I, it, it exists, Alex. It's real. It does not. If I'm it sorry. wasn't real, There's they, no wouldn't, they wouldn't Lay's be saying it. If it wasn't super real. fans. Lay's super fans. Oh, my God. I got all the I got Lay's posters all over my wall. No, absolutely not. Um, well, you know, if that, you're a Lay's super fan, you know, yeah, DM call us in five one six two three six seven seven four five. Is that your real number? Absolutely not. Actually, another food story, a holiday story. Um, Kevin, did you hear about the um cream cheese shortage? I've recently heard about it, and mm-hmm. it makes me not want to live in this world world anymore. It's pretty disappointing. I will say that it's definitely sad. Um, I ordered uh, bagels this weekend, and I got cream cheese, and they were a little stingy on the on the cream cheese, and I wondered if that was part of the uh, situation. Yeah. That's what I think. That's uh, a lot of like New York is the epicenter for the cream cheese mm-hmm. um, shortage going on right now. Yep. And so there was a story from Hypebeast. New York uh, sto- City bagels are uh, those. They're they're there's a shortage of cream cheese, and uh, due to supply chain issues. 
And uh, that's a big story worldwide in all industries, but apparently uh, New York City bagel shops not having cream cheese. That is... Uh, yeah, it's, it's honestly <sighs> tragic. Oh, yeah. dude, I saw the tangent here. Okay. Um, it's Take it's me. related, but I Close saw the up. saddest fucking TikTok the other day. Okay. Oh, um, and basically it was like a bagel hack for if you don't have cream cheese. Oh, no. And they were putting fucking yogurt on it, which is oh. like, you know, if, if you don't have cream cheese, like some like thick, oh. you know, all whole fat Greek yogurt, oh. you know, not the worst thing to put on a bagel, but like, come on. Like, that's just a sad no. state if you're if you're having to resort to putting yogurt on a bagel. Don't do it. Just don't. Don't don't do a bagel like that. You know, that's, it's just it's that's sad. All. It's sad for society. <sighs> it's sad for all of us for honestly. food culture. Hmm. You know, I could cry on the pod you know, here. And so um, because of the story, Philadelphia is a, uh, a cream cheese company as well as they sell other things, but they're very much known for that. And so um, they are urging people and actually offering people $20 to not make cheesecakes this holiday season due to the ongoing Philadelphia cream cheese shortage. Limited number of customers can spend $20 on a dessert and Kraft will reimburse them that amount as a thank you. So I don't fully understand how this works, but I do like the idea. I think this is like, I think it'll be some uh, sort of like lottery system. It kind of sounds like, so yeah. you should probably submit like a rebate or whatever, and then they'll pick. Got it. I feel like they said they, maybe I'm, maybe I read it wrong, but I, yeah. I think it said like 18,000 or something. That seems that's pretty a, that's a, that's a, that's a lot of lucky customers. So what do you do? Like I just send them a picture of like my, uh, my black and white cookies or something and just be like, look, I yeah. guess I didn't get I guess so. I guess yeah, so. I mean, I mean, this feels like a stunt to me, but I'm going to say it's on my nice list because I just think that I like when brands are, um, are, 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 you know, sort of interfacing and sort of uh, communicating with culture. And I think if you're Philadelphia and you're a cream cheese brand, whether you have a shortage or not, like this is a big national story about cream cheese uh, and uh, sort of running out here. And so get in the game, get in the conversation, kind of throw your hat in the ring. This is the best idea in the world. No, but I, I like that they're down to clown and sort of like doing something weird and yeah how much money is that uh for them to spend quick math uh <laughs> this is a math podcast math podcast they're spending three hundred sixty thousand dollars, which you know combined with the pr people and the website they got to build you know maybe cool have a million dollars here but um this is good we're talking about it and it's good press and it's a good way for uh, Kraft and Philadelphia to sort of, uh, you know, they're the, they're one of the most iconic cream cheese brands in the world. So they should be, uh, you know, this is a smart marketing move by them, I think. Yeah, I think I'm not going to give a solid answer on this. I'm wondering about what supply chain issues they are. And if they're like, if this is like some sort of workers, right, some sort of like strike on the floor um, that's causing supply chain issues. Uh, this is certainly naughty for me because uh, they should just pay their people more and you know, whatever, but I don't really know what supply chain is. Uh, I'm not like yeah. an economics guy. You know, I don't really have a big picture view of all that shit. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, you know what? I'm going to keep it on the naughty list because just make more cream cheese, Philadelphia. Like, whoa, just just do yeah, it. Just simply know. make more. Yeah, I if, think, I was, if I was you, yeah, I just make on, more cream on. cheese. Like, you don't you don't need to <laughs> maybe use that 300K to fucking pay your employees to I don't think it's about paying employees. I think it's more about just like getting the ingredients. And apparently there was a uh, 2020 because of how many people were baking and eating at home through the pandemic. They mm. saw a 18% increase in cream cheese demand. So basically more people 
making, uh, you know, sort of desserts and making things at home and therefore more cream cheese, not enough. Product. Yeah. So, but if I my take, you, if simply my, make more, if my take doesn't cross the picket line, um, yes, I'll, I'll say it's, a, it's on the nice list because again, you know, 20 bucks, is 20 bucks. So, but yeah, we're, I mean, also like what kind of dessert is 20 bucks? Like, come on. Like, I feel like if you're getting a really good dessert, probably going to cost you more than a, like a good cheesecake, like a, a big full cheesecake. What is $20 enough for to get a, to replace it? I don't know. I don't know. Um, another story that's not on our list today that I thought, you know, we could have maybe put on the list, but did you see the story about Peloton? No. So um, this is sort of a hijack story, story without, um, uh, not on the show, but I think worth probably talking about. So I don't know enough about it, but apparently Sex and the City is back on HBO. They brought back the whole cast minus Samantha. And in the spoiler alert, in the first or second episode, Big, who is like Carrie's mm-hmm. longtime partner, dies on a Peloton. Mm-hmm. He has a heart attack <laughs> while biking in the episode. And apparently Peloton was not made aware of this information prior to the show going live on HBO. Are they suing? And they were fucking pissed. And they're like, what the fuck? You know, people, <laughs> people are going to think you can die on a Peloton bike. And that's a big deal for our brand. And so they were rightfully pissed. And so they put out a commercial with big in it as a retort to the, to the HBO. That's really st- fucking stupid being like he's still alive he's in our commercial cool um, so i love when brands like get quick i think that's why how i got here was like i like when brands are able to like think on their feet there's a cream cheese shortage mm-hmm. we gotta come up with something we gotta like have a statement let's do something fun so yeah i, I would I'm go ahead fun. and say that's on my naughty list because i really could give less of a shit about sex in the city and to be honest peloton too I mean, Two Listen, things I just don't really care about. That's uh, fine. Go ride a real fucking bike. <laughs> yeah. Listen, um, you're, yeah, that take is totally valid. I will say I made it about three minutes, and I mean like three minutes, maybe even less. Like we're talking like 180 seconds into the Sex and the City reboot. Damn, dude, you lasted a long time. And <laughs> thanks, bud. Thank you. I know. Um, and I was just like, Jack, my wife, my wife. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. And she was like, I can't do this. And so she, she, but that story has become like a national story. And in some ways, is that, is that good for the reboot that like, they're in this sort of like probably Peloton? I think it is right. It's probably, I think good, like, it's probably good for Peloton too. Like in a, in a weird way, it probably is, but it's, it is a bit of a weird shock. If you're the brand manager or you're working <laughs> on Peloton and a character main character, beloved character in one of America's favorite sh- sitcoms or shows and, and dies on your product. Not not the not the greatest. Knowing Peloton, I'm pretty surprised they weren't just like, oh yeah, that guy was fucking out of shape. Like he he had it coming. Like he should have just did more Peloton and uh, avoided the situation entirely. Well, um, they did a that, commercial. That sounds like a very Peloton thing to say. Very reactive. And so I did. You know, my my initial reaction was like Peloton is in on it, right? Like they knew about the episode. They knew he was going to die on it, and they sort of had this like premeditated commercial as a sort of response to the show. And apparently that's not what it was. Apparently they huh. did not know and they had to like do it quickly. So shout out. First story of the day, real story. Cool. Each week we go through stories and branding and design. That's what we do here. This one is a big story. And the reason why I know it's a big story is because everyone is saying this is a big story. 
And when everyone says that, we got to talk about it on the show. The problem with it is I have no idea what it what it means or what it is. So I'm simply going to talk. We're going to talk about it and we're going to react to it with almost little to no background. Yes. And that's because Nike ready for this. Nike has bought RTFKT. That's a big deal because apparently RTFKT is it is it like so are you supposed to say it out loud like rich no idea probably i think you say the say the letters you say the letters i guess i I have no idea i don't know i don't know shit well guess what they are a leading brand that leverages cutting edge innovation to deliver next generation collectibles that merge culture and gaming um this is apparently a big move for Nike's digital transformation, allows them to serve athletes and creators at the intersection of sports, creativity, gaming, and culture. We're entering into the metaverse. Apparently, this means something to a lot of people. I will say um, it doesn't mean anything to me, but I trust that Nike knows what the hell they're doing. And I trust that like, in the future, people will be buying digital sneakers for their digital avatars and their digital characters. And Nike has the right partner for them to create this type of uh, digital product. So Kevin, you ready? Fuck the metaverse. God damn it. Let's just focus on real life and improving shit here. But go ahead. Get into it. Yeah. One of the things I have to say, the reason why I feel like this for me makes it feel like a big deal is because of the logo slide. Have you, are you, did you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I put it in the dock, dude. It's like a black slide and it has four logos, the Nike swoosh, Jordan Jumpman, the Converse Arrow, and then this RTFK lightning bolt. (laughs) Yeah. And to be honest, in my day, I've done a lot of brand slides quite like this one where you're like, listen, we're going to be an iconic brand. You got to believe that we're going to be we're going to be a great brand. And then one of the moves that you do is you put a bunch of iconic logos on a page. You put Target, you put Nike, you put Apple, and then mm-hmm. you put your logo on yep. as the fourth one. Your logo and you're here. Like, yeah, your logo here. And then they're like, whoa, we're going to be a big brand like this. And Nike literally did that to this company and said, this company is going to be an iconic brand. And maybe you're not familiar with this sideways lightning bolt. <laughs> brand and logo but we believe that it is the future and i gotta say i don't know what this means but um virtual products experiences augmented reality um i'll believe it when i see it and it is cool because right now it's very not cool to me yeah and i think kevin you and i have talked a ton about nfts and um this is kind of the opinion that i am formulating which is, I believe that Nike is going to come out with really dope digital products and experiences. I do think that's going to be dope. And I think they are going to figure out a way to make stuff with creators that sort of merges capabilities and culture and creativity and gaming and all that stuff. Like I figure that is coming and it's exciting. And I think seeing Nike get into it and be like, we're making a big investment, like I'm confident something very, very cool is coming. Mm -hmm. What I'm also very confident is that is not what's happening right now. (laughs) 
Because <laughs> what, hap- what is happening right now is every corporation, brand, entity is launching NFTs and it is the opposite of cool to me. Yeah, It is just a cash grab. It is a like, this is what people are talking about online. This is what the future is. And therefore, I need to drop a McRib NFT. And that is not that is not what it, where 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 we're going. That is not a representation of what it is. Yeah. So I think this week, so there's been a bunch of NFT stories as there are every week. Pepsi launched their own NFT collection. And apparently it has to do with music because they've had music partnerships over the years, Michael Jackson, Beyonce, yeah. Britney Spears, and all that stuff. So they they launched NFT microphones. Yeah, and that, yeah, you can tell it has something to do with music because it, they got microphones in there. Yeah, so they're they're doing you can get your own microphone. Yeah. And that microphone has hair <laughs> in the style of one of those artists. So I guess it has like a handlebar mustache for Johnny Cash. <laughs> I don't know. Who fucking knows? Who fucking cares? And so that is so lame to me. And the only, you know, and the confirmation that it's lame is that it was done by uh, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. Oh, yeah. I saw that in partnership. (laughs) Vayner NFT. Apparently that's a company. Um, Please stop it. Just please, please, please stop it with these like awful NFTs. And then when I talk to people about NFTs and they're just like, dude, but my friend, he bought one for a thousand and then he sold it for a hundred thousand dollars. It's like sick. Good for you. Sick. Like, Like, yeah. Is that, is that where that's just people making money off of investments? Like that's just the free market, bitch. But like, I do think there are going to be, there are going to be cool usage of blockchain technology and digital artwork and ownership and augmented reality and the future culture commerce collision. I'm, I'm starting to come around to it. I just think it's funny that brands are like, I got to get on it now, even though I don't yeah. have really anything to provide other than microphones that have sunglasses on them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just so lazy. Like you could tell somebody like, in a meeting, it was like, uh, NFTs. Yeah. Like, what do we got? What, what kind of ideas we got here? And then just, uh, <laughs> we my, gotta get my, in. We gotta get in. My, microphones. So like, our our brand has music in their history. So what if we uh, did uh, an ode to all the musicians, and we put uh, uh, we put Beyonce's hair on a on a microphone? Yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna need some microphones. So shout out to Pepsi. Apparently these they, ones are free too. All you got to do is pay the, uh, they said Ethereum gas fee. I don't know what the fuck that means, but <laughs> that you have, to, you have to pay for the gas fee. Okay. These are so deeply uncool. So um, yeah, anytime Pepsi, someone stop it. Yeah, anytime someone says like NFTs are really cool. Like just send them this gif of like microphones with hair Ooh. on them and, and some and nfts like, are really cool like you know yeah independent creators like griff or fucking yes yes yeah yes. like literally anyone anyone who's like doing it independently like fuck yeah go for it yes but like pepsi get the fuck out of here that's not the point of web3 web3 is for creators web3 is like to empower people who are making shit online like it's not for like brands to make more money or at least my understanding of web3 which is probably not yeah. very great but 
Yeah, awesome. I saw a t- yeah. I saw one TikTok on it. And I think I I think I can speak on it for sure. I, I think I've mentioned this like on multiple podcasts, but my friend Jared Ecker, who's like very much involved in Web three and is sort of investing in new brands and sort of has like a very very clear, very very like strong understanding of it, is going to come on the podcast and he's going to teach. Sick, us. sick, sick. And so I'm excited about that. Everyone look forward to that in the new year. Yeah, I mean, um, I think the clear sign that NFT like big corporate NFTs are over is this other story that just came out today about melania trump um starting like an (laughs) nft foundation um yeah yeah how do i know that it's probably done um or it's 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 going quickly in the wrong direction former lady of you know first lady of the united states mrs melania trump to launch an nft and blockchain technology company venture yikes yeah yikes yikes oh my god kevin there this limited edition piece of digital artwork will be sold for $150 and will include an audio recording from Mrs. Trump with a message of hope. We need to stop cyberbullying. <laughs> that was the best. Uh, that was so is sick. It, is when that like, just, uh, when he was cyberbullying everybody and then she had a campaign against cyberbullying? That was that was that was pretty cool. What was her anti-bullying slogan? Because I remember that. Um, that was a big story, and I really... Uh, I can't remember. I just oh, remember, I, I just I remember we, we need to stop cyberbullying. Be best. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, that's just... That's unequivocally funny. Like, you can't... Like, even in a, your wildest comedy, like, writer's room, you're like, Melania Trump is going to launch an anti-bullying, you know, sort of a, a movement, and and... This is her big platform for her as first lady, even though her husband is the biggest cyberbullying monster on the internet, so much so that they had to get him off all platforms. And she launched her campaign, and it was called Be Best. That is, that's just pure comedy gold. You can't, you, there's, there's nothing better than that. All right, next story. Pepsi, stop it. Melania Trump, please, please, please stop it. Nike, Green light go. We're looking forward to what you do. And I think yeah. we'll be, you know, we're, we're, we're waiting to yeah. figure out. I mean, um, yeah. yeah, I don't, I'm not like, I don't yeah. want any fucking cyber air force ones. <laughs> I don't want any limited edition NFT shoes, but you know, I'm sure it'll be cool. Like I'll, I'll take some screenshots of it. Yeah. You know, Just I'll have wait, it forever Kevin, on my phone. Come in, yeah. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be cool. When I come in with my NFT threes and you're like, yo, oh, check dude. out my digital sneakers. And then, uh, you're yeah. gonna be so you're gonna be so mad. I'm gonna, gonna be so damn. jealous, dude. Yeah, you're gonna be like, sick, bro. Where'd you get those? What are those? It, it's gonna be so rad, bro. Yeah. We're gonna be All in right, the future. Next story. In the fucking future, Kevin. You're gonna be left behind when I'm fucking walking I don't care. digital fucking pixels. I could care less. I, I this is <laughs> I, this is a world I don't really want to be a part of. So uh well, Kevin, um um I'm going, I'm going full robot. Um good, good for yes. you. I, I'm happy for you about that. Speaking of robots, um Chance the Rapper is a musician. That was an awful segue. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? <laughs> I right, keep going. Sorry. I'm working. I'm working on my I'm working on my so, so you're saying chance the rapper not a robot? No, nah, what? <laughs> All right, keep going. Chance the rapper has joined forces with Ben and Jerry's to announce a new collaborative flavor, mint chocolate chance. Product is mint chocolate chip with fudgy brownies inspired by Chance's own childhood concoction. Flavors born when Chance used to add his mother's brownies into mint ice cream, becoming his favorite growing up. Portion of proceeds will go to Chance's five-year-old nonprofit, Social Works. And uh, um, 
that's about it. Yeah, this is uh this is on the nice list for me. Wow, Kevin, why? I charity? I abs- yeah, I mean that's that's cool. I think he's doing like a lot of good shit for like humanity as a whole. Um his music has pr- suffered because of that. Which, you know, honestly is not the worst thing. Like, you know, I think we need more good humanitarians and less rappers. Yes. But I don't know. I mean, I, I love I love Acid Rap. Um yeah. that was probably my favorite album for a little bit. Great, Correct. great, great. Um Correct. but you it's know, very easy to hit on chance. Yeah, but... definitely, definitely falling off a little bit. Um yep. it's definitely become a little um internet punchline. Yeah, a little bit of an internet punchline. I would say even maybe a little chuggy. Uh yeah. I mean it's the I love my wife stuff no, mixed was, with the bad music stuff. Yeah. No, listen, I love my wife and there's nothing wrong with it, but I think if 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 you're gonna always be um you know PDAing and um putting out music that is a little uh subpar people are gonna get tired of you unfortunately and ask mm -hmm. me if i'm gonna have this ice cream ask me if i'm gonna try this ice cream uh kevin um did you see the new chance the rapper ice cream no just ask me if i'm gonna try it i was that was a setup hey kevin do you see the new chance rapper mint chocolate ice cream you're gonna try it not a chance Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hate I hate mint. Um, yep. I love a good, you know, donation based thing, though. So cool. For uh, those that know Kevin closely, um, his one of his number one traits as a human being is his dislike, his hatred for mint. Yes. Intense hatred for mint ice cream. And mint chocolate chip ice cream. Yeah, I would just say artificial mint is a uh, definitely my least favorite food. Yep. Item. Yep. I get it. Here's anything, the thing: anything with artificial mint can. Uh, yep. It's not going in my mouth. Here's the thing: this story is, uh, you know, it, to be honest, it's a non story. I mean, to me, Ben and Jerry's has made like a million, you know, co-branded flavors. Chance the rapper feels like a weird moment for him to to for him to be the star of the product. But I feel like it's a good collaboration in the fact that like Ben Jerry's does a lot of great humanitarian yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Chance the rapper does a ton of stuff. He grew up in Chicago. His dad was a Barack Obama sort of uh, employee uh, friend. And uh, I, I I agree with you. Acid rap. Um, this is where I flex and say if you scroll deep enough down in my Instagram. Um, you'll get to like 2013 and I saw Chance Rapper performing like in front of like 80 people in, in, a, in a bar in, in, in Brooklyn. And that's uh, pretty sick. And he was phenomenal. I was like, this kid's a star. Like he's going to go, uh, you know, to the top. And he did. Uh, unfortunately, it's been a bit of a tough road uh, since uh, since then. But um, listen, uh, Ultralight Beam, if that's the highlight of Chance Rapper's whole entire career, that one verse, it's pretty yeah. good. I mean, that's, sure. That's that's it. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's, that's what we got to say about that. Um, one last sure. thing on Chance the Rapper is he did yeah. a collaboration with Starbucks, and you know Alex didn't want to talk about it on the show, but um, basically what happened is um, he did this like he made a beat on TikTok, and it was like mm-hmm. a Starbucks like you rap over this, like it was like got supposed it. to be a duet, and TikTok thing. Yeah. TikTok went so fucking ham on it, and like so they went so just off script that yep. they had to turn off the duets and disable like the entire campaign because people were just clowning it so hard. It was great. Well, 
that 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 feels. And like I, f- I feel I feel kind of bad for him because he is like kind of an internet punchline, and you know he's doing good yeah. work for his community, and I think that should yes. be like saluted and championed. But yep, that that last it's, album um, that last album was rough. That's really really bad. Um, what? Yeah, I agree. And it's again, it's like he's done a lot of it's like a combination of things. I think he's done a lot of partnership stuff. Cause he's like a very marketable kid. He's like super talented and does a lot of charity stuff and he's very clean, you know, like he's, he's very yeah. like, he's you know, seems he's like a good brand sponsorable. Dude. Yeah. He's, he's a good kid. And um, I think he was a little overexposed. Cause I think that's just like, you know, how things go these days. And he, he took his bags like Kit Kat and Starbucks and, you know, he's kind you know, he, he's, he's doing it. And then I think, all it takes is one bad album, and that album was called Coloring. Oh, the big day, the big day. Yeah, um, I mean, I think he's poised for a little bit of a comeback ago. here. Yeah, I was no, gonna it say wasn't, it was not yeah, five I'm, years ago, it was like it was like two years ago, maybe it was 2016. Ago. Kevin, 2016. I literally am looking at it right now. That big day, um, Are you sure? Yeah, the big day. Oh, it's 2019. You're correct. Yeah, you goddamn um, right. So then, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, the big day, 2000, July 26, 2019. So, hey, um, I was I believe, right, I think. I believe in chance. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm still Give holding a second on to chance. His, yeah. Boom. Wow. I, uh, yeah. I think he could make, I think he's capable of making good music. Um, it just mm-hmm. depends on if he wants to focus on that or if he's going to just focus on making the world a better place. But yeah, you know, I can, can see I have one last thought I can on see him comeback rapper. Yeah, go ahead. I agree. I think, I think he's primed for a comeback. I think he probably, um, I think he has it in him. I think he probably will. And I think people would welcome him back. Cause I do think he's like, you know, he he's that kind of talent. I think that's the thing. It's like he's a mega talented dude. And one thing for those listeners out there, it's the holiday season. One of my favorite things the Chance Rapper has ever done is a Christmas album called Merry Christmas, Little Mama. It's a collaboration between him and Jeremiah, mm-hmm. who's the uh, R&B singer. Go check that out. Honestly, very good. Like legitimately good. Like Christmas, Chance, Jeremiah, like very 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 good much better than you think it would actually be so check that out Mm -hmm. um the last story of the day is maybe my favorite story of the week and it's not even close and kevin the question i have to you kevin are birds real no absolutely not they are not real that's right you got the answer correct and and that is because and and there's there's a there's a movement going on and it's um started and uh the the leader his name is peter mckendo and uh, he was born in 1997 slash 1998. I'm unfamiliar how you could be born in two years. And so he has created a conspiracy theory slash movement from Memphis, Tennessee. And it's basically trying to um, trying to prove that birds are not, in fact, real. They're actually drones operated by the United States government to spy on American citizens. Makes sense. Yeah, I don't see what, you know, where, show me the lie, as they say. Um, yeah, where's, where's the cap? Where's the lie? But the truth is, obviously, it's, it's, it's not a real movement or it is a real movement, but it's a it's a satirical. Um, it's a parody of a conspiracy theory. Yes. And with uh, the way that the Internet has uh, damaged all of our brains and the fact that, you know, I've, I've seen multiple QAnon documentaries, uh, the one on HBO, the one on Vice, I've seen them all. Um, a con- a parody conspiracy theory, I think, is um, is a brilliant idea. It's just so funny to me that they would create sort of a fake movement and that they would have these like um, meet and greets and move and, and marches and uh, 
birds aren't real is like that's just brilliant stuff like that just makes me so happy that um that that i might need to get a t-shirt and uh there was a story in the new york times learned by taylor Lorenz. um shout out to taylor Lorenz. she writes like all the good stories about gen z and tiktok and sort of internet culture and so she wrote this big piece in the new york times kind of breaking open the story um about this uh yeah this 23 year old creator who um is trying to get the word out about birds and uh trying to in fact um you know kind of change people's perspective on uh this big issue honestly the yeah. world the, yeah and the real the real the real commentary is on misinformation i think right mm-hmm. yeah you and can you can miss me with this information that's that's true and it's like on the internet any information can be spread youtube documentaries the whole thing you can change people's perspectives on things that are um and we've seen that time and time again and yeah. it's like a uh it's it's a problem and yeah. i think you know it can be classified as fake news or whatever but like there are a lot of people out there who are right now dead set very much not getting a vaccine because they believe that it's you know the government trying to spy on them or their government trying to to harm them and you know there's a there's there it's an issue and the best thing you can possibly do is is make fun of it yes that's it, Kevin. Yes, that's all you got. I don't know. I mean, I don't really have like it's I, my I favorite like the, thing. I I've like seen. I like the movement. I mean, I think it's cool. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not like super into conspiracies. Um, mm-hmm. but I like I like I like delve. I like to dive in a little a little bit now and then. Um, you know, nothing too crazy. Um, just like like I like a lot of stuff about the elites. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I really. I'm not going to really get into this. People this feels like I it has your name written this. over all over it, Kevin. Is that? Yeah, is I mean, that, I would love to start a fake conspiracy movement. Like, I think that's what I'm sick. saying. I feel like this. I is think this like... is very. This is very aspirational to me specifically. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm saying. Like, I, Kevin, I'm, I, I think maybe yeah. I don't have a take on this because I'm kind of jealous. I, you know what? I, I can feel that, and I can, I can sense that. And to be honest, I totally understand. Like, I feel like this is like, this is brilliant creativity in like a Gen Z, very yeah. like culturally like this is smart and stupid at the same time and that's why it's so fucking good yeah it's so simple i mean it's and- also just like circulated in the meme world pretty like pretty aggressively and like is yeah. this is this the person who's like like they made this up like this is the origin of it is them yes and, and we're sure about this I mean, again, I'm sure. I mean, am I sure of anything? I don't know, but okay. apparently, it was a conspiracy theory made up on a whim, um, and just kind of um, started getting traction online. Yeah, and, I mean, I've been, I've been seeing yeah. this. I've been seeing it online. I don't know for how long, but I've been yep. seeing it. And uh, I don't know. I just love. I I like all the birds aren't real memes. I think they're pretty nice. Like, um, yeah, there, yeah, there's some good ones around Thanksgiving. I were like me enjoying this th- Thanksgiving turkey, and then it was like. But also realize, but also me also knowing that birds aren't real. So I don't know. It's some sort of graphic. I can't remember. But yeah, apparently yeah, good, he good has thing. been. Uh, this is born in 2017, so this is not a new thing. But I think the New York Times article, and I think this year it's really kind of gained a lot of traction. Yeah, and apparently, yeah, so much that he kind of um, he's living off of merchandise. Wow, good for him! Fucking living yeah. the dream, living full off time. He's he's working full time as a spokesperson for this movement, making money from God damn it. Yeah, I wish that was me. <clears throat> uh, really, really kind of amazing. Um, my uh, another really funny thing that they did was that they they did a protest outside of Twitter. <laughs> 
Damn. That's great. That's just, you know, that's that's just good stuff. And that's very funny. And and here's the thing. Um, the merch, if you go on the website, the merch is pretty fire. Like is it? Yeah. It, yeah, it's um it, it's it's pretty it's pretty well done. Um, yeah, I like the van. I, I like the van like the most. Kappa. Yeah. I think the yeah. van has gotta be my favorite part of this. Um, this whole thing. Yeah, because it uses like kind of the vernacular, like a, the aesthetic uh vernacular mm-hmm. of conspiracy theorists which is like very unbranded but all caps and like black oh yeah yeah on, just and it's literally made in like microsoft word yeah exactly PowerPoint. and then <laughs> and then yeah it's big graphic on the side of the truck and sort of looks like you know just looks like any group of religious or sort of uh you know kind of people uh protesting or sort of spreading information on the streets except for this is uh very much done in jest and so i think it's pretty fantastic i don't know should i get a birds aren't real trucker hat maybe I yeah should. yeah maybe absolutely I yeah i mean maybe maybe i do need that um but yeah I, I to be honest i wasn't familiar with this movement um until this week in the new york times story because um you know, I'm just a little, a uh, little busy, a little behind, a little slow, a little old, you know, kind of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, losing my, losing my first step. But um, I, this is, this just makes me laugh and just feels like it's a, it's a perfect, it's a perfect idea. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's a good idea. Oh yeah. Yeah. Kevin's jealous. He just can't, uh, he can't fathom it, but yeah. um, bird up. I think, yeah. Shout out to, shout out to these guys. Shout out to the birds aren't real movement. Kevin, uh, holiday season is, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're so close. I can taste it. Tastes like so close. I can almost taste it. Tastes like chicken. Cause the birds, birds, yeah. birds aren't real. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. You see how I did that? I really yep. landed that plane just like, yep. like a bird. That's All right. Like, so, uh, like a drone we, we, that's trying to land and surveillance, uh, the people. Um, yeah. So, uh, time for my review. A little Ooh. Patreon, Patreon exclusive. Oh, Patreon exclusive. <laughs> Kevin's review. Kevin, um, Kevin is getting a real live um, year-end review, a first of its kind at Center Design Studio LLC. Um, never really given out year-end reviews, but uh, we're a real company now, Kevin. Yeah, so we uh, we do this thing, and we're gonna we're gonna tell you all the things you did great. Sick. Give you some ways in which you can improve, Sick. and we're gonna come back the next year. And we're gonna fucking Sick. kill the game, Kevin. That's the thing. We're here. All right. Well, I'm gonna stop this recording. Because we're not actually shout doing out. that. Shout out, shout out to the people. Maybe, maybe uh, we'll meet you in the middle. Maybe on one of the next coming episodes, we'll have a little end of the year review recap. A live review on, 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 on Kevin's performance. Um, yeah, here, here. Actually, if you want to chime in on Kevin's performance, send us an email. Let us know how Kevin's doing. Uh, yeah, send me an email directly. Co-host, <laughs> send it to me. Kevin at center dot design. That's, That's right. My, That's my email. Exactly. Nobody's ever emailed. Oh, actually, very. Couple people have emailed me. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to you, whoever has emailed me. You know, Michael yeah. Dan Feldman. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's other people. I can't remember. Yeah. Well, but Kevin, thank you. It's been a pleasure as always, and yep. I look forward to seeing you back here in New York uh, if COVID doesn't take us all down. Sure. All right. Peace. Oh, I love my wife. I love my wife. Ah! Let's go ride a bike with my wife. My wife's real young. My wife's real small. Let's go to the beach and play with a beach ball. Praise Jesus God and my wife. Let's go to the beach and ride a bike. Ooh, I love my wife. I love my wife. Ah! Ooh, I love my wife. She is so fine. Ah! <laughs>